first of all, thank you for checking out and being part of my audio experience. Just want to give you guys a heads up on a new live show that I'll be doing consistently on weekdays at 11 a.m. called The Biz Check-In, where I'll be checking in with business owners, professionals, and different people. And welcome to the next episode of 360 Chat. Welcome. You're now listening to Just Bobby T. Hey, hey, hey what's Bobby. up, what's, Jason? What's good, man? How you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. How about yourself? Doing well, man. Honestly, it's, it's a crazy time. Like I'm sure everyone else is going through right now, but just navigating it as much as I possibly can, right? Oh, 100%. So <laughs> let, let's, take a, let's take a step back. Please introduce, for the people who don't know who you are, introduce yourself. Uh, my name is Jason Yen, uh, co-owner of the Provincial Kitchen Bar in the south side, the White Mike Crossing area. Um, man, we've been at it for six years now, been in the industry for more than 20. Um, yep. Let's talk to my, to my younger brother, Josh, which you know, and, we, yep. and I'm not too sure if you remember this, but I've known Rob since he was, God, in grade one. So I've known you for <laughs> a long time, man. Uh, long <laughs> more than both. 30 years. <laughs> yeah. So, you were at uh, so, my brother Josh's grade one birthday party, and then you were, uh, yeah. you were there, so pretty cool <laughs> <laughs> no it's uh one of the things that i always tell people about edmonton what makes it so awesome is that um it's such a tight-knit awesome community and so uh, when there's moments in time that like you know we can reminisce from like you know <laughs> 30 plus years ago <laughs> yeah what's going on time. it's awesome <laughs> that's a long time sure but yeah it's crazy man it's it's crazy how, how our paths cross um at 100%. different times and junctions in our life so very fortunate 100%. to be here right now to speak to you again. It's great. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about Provincial Pub. What is um like what 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 happened? How like what has happened since this whole COVID thing with your business? Wow. Uh, to be honest, um, a lot of things happened when I kind of wasn't there. I was I was kind of in this post travel quarantine thing. I was uh, okay. so when things were kind of starting to change, it was the week before St. Patrick's Day, it's probably March 13th, I think it was, and um, when things started to really go south fast. So, overnight. we went from, yeah, overnight, essentially. We went from from having a busy weekend to saw this huge drop, this huge drop in resos, parties for the weekend, and then St. Patrick's Day was around the corner, and that, for pubs like ours, it was, uh, it's a big day for us. It's a big day for us to to run and to have and the big sales day and that kind of got kiboshed obviously we had to make sure we were closed for public health reasons and uh and yeah so we had to shut down at the time we just didn't really know exactly what to do it was just a time of crisis and there wasn't really mm-hmm. the best decision to be made we just had to make a decision so we're like okay totally. we're gonna take out and then we're gonna close because the staff didn't really feel safe doing takeout we didn't have the proper protocols in place so we shut down Three weeks a month now we're like okay let's sit down let's regroup and let's let's try this again so yeah we've been and, and, and i would like to and i would like to just actually yeah. just pause a little bit on that notion so um so sort of what were the major factors that went into deciding hey let's actually pause and shut down because i think that's actually really awesome that you guys decided to make that decision um because okay. if those protocols were in place you're just there to protect your staff and yourselves too so so yeah, let, let's let's stay there for a second. Like, so what was going through your heads around that, and when did you make that decision to say, "Hey, let's actually shut down since we don't have the right things in place"? Um, it was just our staff. Like, we have a very small staff, and and our staff we've that we've have become friends with, and we treat like family, and they treat us like family. So we obviously had to hear their concerns, and a lot of people kind of we kind of 
had to lay off some of our staff because of, of obviously the decrease in capacity and everything. So we had to make sure that they were taken care of getting government funding or whatever they were trying to do. And, uh, and we just kind of hear their concerns. And they were just like, hey, we're not too sure this is the right thing to be doing. Like we, we don't really quite feel safe because we didn't have proper protocols. We had protocols. We were tidy, we were clean, we were making things were sanitary, but we, it wasn't, we didn't have the face masks, we didn't have the proper gloves, we weren't like kind of just doing it, but we weren't, so we didn't understand I, the crisis truly. 100, 100%, because, you know, and, 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 I, and I feel sometimes people forget, like, a lot of the stuff leading up to it, yes, there was um, information, there was details coming out, but then when these changes needed to occur, it was overnight, and so... How does yeah. one, you know, prepare for a, a pandemic overnight <laughs> with it within the scope of a business, um, whether it's in the restaurant field or whether it's just like people navigating life? Like how like it took a while for people just to figure out, OK, I need these measures. or I need to put these practices and procedures um, just mm -hmm. to make sure I minimize um, my chances of like potentially catching COVID. Yeah, like, I don't I don't know, man, like we're like, we're all industry restaurant guys. We're not we're not doctors on the side. You know what I mean, like we don't really know totally. how to. What the, what the proper practices, safe practices are when it comes to dealing with a pandemic or a virus. So, yeah. So to answer your question, like I don't know if any bar out there had that protocol in place. But if they did, kudos to them, man, because they <laughs> saw something that we didn't see. But uh, but we just honestly, we we. What's your question again? I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> uh, no, like, it's look. all good. It's all good. It, it was just around like sort of like like what went into sort of that that decision and what went into just oh, then okay, moving yeah. from there, pivoting. Um, around that so and I guess I just even too that that's a great actually segue um so after you decided to shut down what were you guys doing behind the scenes um to potentially start back up again man we were we were just just thinking of ideas and plans to be honest with yeah. you we were like looking at our bank accounts and before we really knew government funding was around how how long can we survive like this, yeah. if we have to pay rent and utilities and we have all this product around, like what exactly do we do? Like, do we rub two pennies together and hopefully it becomes something? Or do we just like, we're just waiting and seeing, you know what I mean? Like we were kind of in the same boat as every other local business mm -hmm. in the area. So um, so we just kind of planned, like, hey, if we were to open up again, how how is it going to look like? How yeah. how how is pickup going to, going to be perceived? And will the public kind of consume it? Will our product carry? When you open up a totally. business, you don't have that in place. Like, our model wasn't takeout; it was just in store, right? 100%. We, the inner interaction, the sports, the, the socializing—it that was kind of the idea of what we had. And with that being eliminated, we had to introduce a whole new area of our business that we didn't plan on having the takeout stuff part of it. I listened yeah. to Danny Braun, and Danny Braun from Trace Canales—he had it kind of already in place. That was that was what he had kind of in the back of his mind, uh, a model that he wanted to implement in his business practices. That wasn't in ours. Like, it wasn't in ours at all. And, but we had to shift immediately and quickly and start doing sandwiches and takeouts and kind of like we had these provincial favorites that we would have that, 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 our, that our customers really love enjoying, our, our kale salads, our uh, duck poutines, things like that that are favorites. So. Yeah. So we kind of had that going. So it's been it's been received. It's, we've been going on for three weeks now, and it's been received okay. fairly well. So that's so we're that's, very that, that, yeah. That's really great to hear. And and I'm kind of curious. Did you have to? Did you already have like some of those like solutions or technology capabilities in place, such as 
like um, being able to order online or directly to you guys? Or, or did you guys go through the skip the dishes and Uber Eats kind of route? Or what, what kind of procedures or what, I guess you could say, um, technology pathway did you guys venture down in? Um, yeah, we, uh, we didn't really, we weren't really fully integrated in that respect with the online ordering for food. So we were kind of that archaic phone call, like, give us a call, we'll take your order in, punch it in. But, but with the Uber Eats and, and the, uh, skip the dishes, yeah, we had to just get on that platform to just kind of, I don't, I don't need to get into like the the details of obviously skip and all that stuff, but it's, it's, um. Yeah, we seem to get get our product out there to people, right? People kind of want to try it. And we understand people are kind of worried about leaving their house, but they still want to support you. So they're doing whatever they can in their mind to do it, right? So so that's that's pretty cool too. So we yeah, we it was a process to get on that too as well. So it was yeah, but once once it was, it was easy. Hundred sure. percent. And 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 I think and which I've seen sort of in the hospitality industry and you know, in general, the whole um, restaurant um, industry is the notion that like how important it is for people if they can um, pick up. And so do you guys offer like curbside pickups in those kind of uh, options or is it strictly just delivery? Oh, we, uh, we have curbside as well. Yeah. People are coming by like picking up the food and uh, a couple of times we've had some friends and like customers kind of pull up their, their trucks, obviously with social distancing in mind, they pull up the trucks and have a little mini tailgate party in our parking lot, and stuff like <laughs> That's that. So it's been, it's been pretty cool that way. So we would walk out with like a tray of takeout containers and serve everybody like normal, but not really normal, but just, yeah, no, you know what I mean? Like, so, so it's been good. I was, I was like, I saw this one uh, meme kind of floating around with uh, basically the whole like kind of takeout in terms of like the role of people on rollerblades quickly giving out all the food for people in the parking lot and things like that of like that old school 19, like, you know, 60s, 70s. Type that of would style, totally so. work. That would totally work. I'm, I'm, I'm Asian. I can't really skate, so rollerblading is out of the question. You know what I mean? So. I hate you. Likewise, too. <laughs> no, but like that's 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 super awesome, and I'm actually kind of happy that there's like bottom line. You guys are up and running, and Edmonton is supporting what you guys are doing. And and I think that conversation around Skip and Uber and the choices that people can make between basically shopping those um, sites to see your menu, see your offering, but oh. then calling in to order directly is very important because obviously in a, in a time like this, in an in a industry like yourselves that you guys are in, in respect to restaurants, like your margins are so thin that oh. that whole percentage that you could potentially um, might lose out on counts. And so sometimes it's important that if people can um, just to, you know, check out the menu, figure out what you want to order and pick up the phone and call or email or whatever way that you guys have for people to order directly to you. Yeah. I, I mean, the cost it's, it's been out there now. It's been, it's, it's been so much in the forefront now with obviously celebrity chefs in the city and um, just major influencers talking about obviously the impact, um, um, economic impact, okay. Uber, small business or small hospitality restaurants and things like that. So, um, but our customers are so educated and so aware of it and they understand um, that they're supporting us, that they're coming to our location means means hey we're saving that much more and more goes into it, right? But but as of right now, the whole takeout thing, a lot of restaurants are just like, hey man, we're just we're just opening our doors so that we can just just stay even, Steven. You know what I mean? Like stay afloat right now. We're not breaking the bank doing what we're doing with takeout. It's just hey, we're just doing it to, to stay relevant and to stay alive. So and to, and kind of to like ride that storm. So that's awesome. So Absolutely. as um. As like I guess 
day by day and time progressed is like what 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 are some of like are you guys sort of like changing out menu items um on a certain pace are you right now just seeing what's working and what people are receptive of and then uh going to just keep on refreshing that menu and are you going to add more items or are you guys just trying to stay kind of tight and focus yeah sort of yeah, we like strategy? yeah we'd like to actually we uh we've we've been having kind of like our staples like very like sandwich heavy and like appetizers very gastropub style uh, fairs cool. that we would have in a restaurant but um we're kind of keeping it consistent right now it's been we just rolled it out like i said two and a half three weeks ago so it's been kind of getting it getting back in the swing of things so once i hope not too much longer but with this thing kind of persist and still continuing doing takeout we'll yeah. we'll definitely have to refresh our menu because you can only have our food so many days in a row weeks in a row before you're like okay like on to the next place right so you have to keep mm-hmm. it fresh and keep it uh keep it new for everyone to enjoy Hundred percent, and I mean, and I, I can imagine too. Just as you know, the weather changes. I, I hope, and I'm wondering if there's going to be some options around. That's around, obviously, like the summer seasons, whether it's around certain barbecue pieces or or things like that. And so, just I'm sure you guys are going to still do like a seasonal kind of change and yes, um, adjustments around stuff. Absolutely, yeah. Like every restaurant that's that's with it, you have to kind of stay ahead of the trends, even if it is like takeout. You have to kind of refresher menu items and you have to go with the seasons uh things that you learn a lot in the restaurant where you don't really understand is that a lot of items like uh, a tomato just using an arbitrary item a tomato for example that you buy in one season as opposed to a different season varies in prices by a ton so you have to kind of stay with it and and items that are in season that are in season and kind of really follow the market you follow the trends and, and stuff that's something we learned a lot about about totally. the business that you didn't really know of totally and so also being a pub and, and you you spoke to this a bit earlier about how um your whole business is bottom line as a pub um it's really focused around sort of that whole engagement of um whether it's around sports culture pop culture of whatever's going on in uh, like national tv and things like that um are, are you, i'm very fat curious like how do how, how do you guys plan on sort of like maybe pivoting or are working within like that scope because i think sometimes people don't understand um like how much that culture drives your business and how when you make that shift it's it's got to um you know you got to like roll those punches like can you speak to a little bit about like what you guys are i guess kind of hoping to do or provide to people or um around sort of that i guess building back that culture as like still a gastropub serving food yeah, of course. Um, so when we first got into the business, like we like we just kind of naturally evolved the way that we have. Like we didn't walk in thinking, "Man, I want to own a sports bar." We kind of just bought a bar, and we thought we love pub fair and we love sports, and we kind of wanted to integrate everything. I was a huge basketball fan, uh, like prior to, and there's not a lot of bars in the city that were showing basketball before the Raptors obviously won the championship and everything like that. So I was mm-hmm. like, "Hey." Let's play basketball on the TV, just put on with sound, let's, let's watch this stuff and, and, and everything else. And then it kind of just evolved that way. And then we turned into, I think we were on Reddit or something like that. Like that's our claim to fame that we were on some type okay. of a national blog where we were like one of the top restaurants outside of Canada to watch the Raptors playoff games. I'm like, hey, we made it. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> so but, but shift that. Like if there's no sports, it's, yeah, like we have to shift our focus. So a lot of it has to do with um, uh, just getting into like, like the big thing that I wanted to kind of introduce is get like more involved in the food game. Um, yeah. I 
wanted to do more pop-ups. So I have this idea that my brother Josh and I have been always talking about is doing kind of a pop-up, uh, uh, getting kind of more out of the gastropub style food, but doing more of cuisines that we kind of grew up having. Um, okay. um, uh, my, my parents were born in Africa, in Mozambique. Okay, I didn't know that. And, Wait a minute. <laughs> and yeah, they speak like Portuguese so fluently and like they just, um, it's, and in, in, in the cooking as well, there's a lot of Afro-Chinese infusion in the style of cooking. So it's very unique to us. So my brother Josh and I, well, more my brother Josh, because he's like the talent. You know what I mean? I, I'm the good looks, he's the talent. So <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm just joking. He's, uh, but, um, but he's, he's, um, <laughs> but he, uh, but, but we've been trying to put together some pop-ups. And the idea is always to kind of introduce new concepts to new ideas. And, and uh, Danny Braun spoke on this. Like the culinary, I think, experience Edmonton has really exploded. So to pitch in your whole self to be just pub fair would be kind of bad for your business. You have to be willing totally. to expand, to grow, and find new ideas, right? So we've been, we've been wanting to do a pop-up together. We have a really cool name for it. I, I don't want to share it because it might get stolen. But, uh, <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> we'll wait on that. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah to, to be determined. Um, yeah. But we had some really cool pop-ups and looking at the food game and, and trying to explore different avenues um so many like like local breweries popping up as well you want to go hey we've got taps we don't have a, a head office to deal with so we can just if you wanted to add new taps or change new things and support on local local beers or spirits we can do that like right away you know what i mean so um 100%. so yeah just things like and that that's, like we, that's that's so that's so wicked to hear and that's actually like I, i'm super excited and and i guess kind of right now with like the the scope of like work that you guys are doing of like yes focusing on takeout and curbside pickup i guess you could introduce and test out some of these kind of pop-up uh, themed meals and, and 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 packages accordingly which would be really cool to see and just test out you've been talking with my brother josh haven't you because he said the no, exact I, same thing man well, he said the exact same thing he was like what do i'm like oh, i don't know i don't know if i don't know if i want to like introduce these little items and i want it to be this big event but hey that could be onto something it could be like a small taste of what we're going to be doing right so you're right a hundred percent because because like one, one of the things that i've seen um prior to even to all of this situation i mean there was like a huge um, opportunity around people creating these, what they call it, ghost kitchens, where they yes. were essentially out of one kitchen pumping out multiple different brands of food items and dishes. And so, I mean, maybe we could see like another version of sort of um, this different food pop out of your guys' kitchen. And I'm sure that would be just as well supported and probably tended to in terms of people wanting to try something different. And I love, so. I love that idea that you guys can sort of work closer with some of these local breweries. Cause I've seen some like really awesome um, things come out of these breweries and I've seen some like really cool collaborations where it's around, you know, kind of like people putting together little packages of like, here's some beer, here's some food, Absolutely. here's some items as like a grab and go um, kind of partnership. And I, I think those things are beauty. And, with like you know Edmonton being yes such a focused um, hyper niche community, I think these collaborations can lead to just some cool products and just some really good support. I, I was telling someone that as well actually. I think the biggest thing that Edmonton's so great for is the collaborations, like these great pop ups, whether it be like one brewery, whether it be Sea Change or whoever else coming together with another restaurant or pub and coming together and throwing this great new concept, this new vibe out to everyone to really experience. And like you said, like 
collaborations in our city have been so great and everyone works so well together. Like it's, it's, it's incredible. It's remarkable to see. And I definitely want to get involved in that a lot more than we have been. Like, I, I definitely want to like support that side of our business and our community uh, moving forward because nothing has shown me. So what, what has this, this obviously crisis pandemic has shown me is that, is that our community is definitely batting together right now. And, 100%. and there's only a way to, to defeat this thing is a kind of a, a collective action percent to take on everything. So. Because none of us are going to make it out by ourselves. Like, nah, man. like we're we're going to the people in the groups who are going to push through this is because they're going to have a number of different partnerships. They're going to have a number of different support from a community lens, and they're we're, we're only going to come through this together and not alone. And then no, you're um, right. before 100%. before I let you go, Josh. So, um, what are you guys running? Uh, Josh, J- Jason. <laughs> um, yeah, before I let you go, on. I'm kind of curious. What are you guys' hours? You guys are doing? Are you guys doing regular hours at Provincial Pub, or have you guys changed your hours in terms of when people can get food and stuff like that? Yeah, we tweaked our hours um, from Wednesday to Saturday, just uh, four to ten p.m. So curbside pickup. Uh, obviously, we're on the delivery services. So check us out there. Uh, and yeah, like, I'll be the one that's dropping off the food for you. So, there's one part Edmonton. You can you can see us. You can see me at, at the provincial. So, <laughs> perfect, perfect. Perfect. Thank you so much, Jason, for like tuning in, and thank you for like taking some time out of your busy day just to have this conversation and this check-in. I think it's very important um, that you know people get a firm understanding and get some perspective of what's happening in the community. And I appreciate your time. And Robert, thank you. You do a great job with everything. And like I said before, you thank you so much for spotlighting Edmontonians and Edmonton as a whole and local entrepreneurs and businesses. You you do such a huge service and we owe you like tons of gratitude. So thank you, sir. Thank you. Appreciate that. I'll talk to you later, Jason. You bet. Later. My gosh. So once again, like Jason, me and Jason go way back, me and his brother, uh, Josh, over 30 years kind of growing up in the city. But like one of the things that I, I really resonates and the kind of sticks to what he was speaking to and talking about is that notion of how businesses can sometimes, you know, quickly pivot in terms of realizing the importance of, yes, let's kind of stop, pause, figure out what we're doing and then restart. A lot of businesses during this kind of time, unfortunately, yes, had to make the choices of just closing out, but it's really great to see that businesses are now up and running. And I implore all the people that are located on the South side and people who are just located across Edmonton, um, check out provincial pub. Like their food is amazing. Uh, I have yet to check it out during this kind of pandemic, but I'm definitely going to swing by uh, Jason's place. And I want to see him on some roller skates and rollerblades <laughs> coming to drop off some food. Anyways. Uh, thank you guys again for tuning in for this episode. Peace, love, and I hope to talk to you guys soon. Hey, what's going on, everyone? Appreciate you tuning in to this episode of the 360 Chat. Please hit me up on Instagram. My Instagram handle is just, J-U-S-T, Bobby T, on all platforms. But hit me up on Instagram. We'd love to continue this conversation on there. Peace.